Welcome to Becoming Less, an Edmontonian journey to less waste, less impact, less consumption, and less clutter. Becoming Less is brought to you by Waste Free Edmonton, and together we're dedicated to waste reduction efforts, big and small. I'm Biz. I'm Emily. And today we're going to talk about our more and lesses. So I guess we'll um, <laughs> kind of explain that a little bit what? because obviously that sounds a little bit ridiculous. Um, I love it. But it is a little, it takes explaining. It definitely takes explaining. So Waste Free Edmonton um, has launched this campaign basically to think about the things that we have gained from reducing our waste. So less waste, more blank. And for every person, that's going to be different, a little bit different. So Biz and I are kind of going to talk about what ours were today and um, yeah, dive into that and how living a lower waste lifestyle has actually um, given us more, more life. So Biz, we can start off with some, with yours. What, okay. what is your So mine is less, less waste. waste, more creativity. Okay. Uh, I have a book recommendation actually for this because... This con not that this concept hadn't really occurred to me before, but it was beautifully described uh, uh, by the book A Beautiful Constraint, which is basically explaining that with more constraint comes more creativity. And when you are trying to reduce your waste, sometimes you're limited by either what you can get or where you can get it. And uh, and in more of a obvious sense. Mm-hmm. I like scrap quilting, and so I get leftover pieces, and so I have to be creative with. If what you're to new do. to the podcast, Biz loves <laughs> scrap quilting. Loves scrap quilting, can't get enough of it. Well, I haven't really had a lot of time in the sewing room <laughs> lately, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> but um, so yeah, that's kind of the more like plain version of my less waste, more uh, blank is the creativity and actual craftiness in my hobbies because I use what I have way before I go out and buy things. Yeah, like essentially you're forced to kind of be more creative because you're limited. Yeah, but in other senses, uh, I end up being more creative in the rest areas of my life because, for example, bread bags is something I can never get around. Right, because and you mentioned this kind of previously in a, in a in a previous episode that we talked about how you were like I can't get around bread bags unless I make my own bread. Right, so my options were <laughs> spend three times as much on fancy bread that I get from a bakery, mm-hmm. or spend half as much and make my own bread. <laughs> yeah, and I if you you may have noticed throughout previous episodes that I don't really like cooking. I'm not. See, and I didn't really realize that until, like, recently. And, uh, yeah. I don't think you were explicit about that entirely. I'm going to say right now, I I hate the kitchen. I hate being in the kitchen. (laughs) I hate cooking. Uh, And I'm pretty sure that if I was single, I would be living off mac and cheese. (laughs) Which I can get bulk. But anyway. (laughs) I could get that zero waste. I could get that zero waste. Well, not right now, because... But I won't accept my yeah. reusable bags. But pre-COVID, yeah. I could get it zero waste. Mm-hmm. Uh, so bread has forced me to become creative in the kitchen. And I've actually spent a lot of time in the kitchen this year. 
I'm enjoying it. Ooh, okay. So you actually liked it. I do feel like I've been very creative. Okay. So apples are another thing that I have. Well, I've started eating more apples because I, I usually love grapes. But you can't get grapes. Yeah, grapes are plastic. impossible to They're find impossible. in Edmonton, Alberta so without much. plastic. So um, I also yeah. really like well, apples. Because they're not grown here. Right. But I, I also love apples. So I've kind of switched over to apples, partly because you can get them a lot closer. Mm-hmm. I get them at the market year-round from BC. Mm-hmm. But it's fall, so I've gotten apples from... The resource sharing app, as we talked about last time. Yeah. It's been, I'm being forced to find ways to use these apples. Yeah, you're being forced to be creative. Okay, so what, in what ways, okay, so how many pounds do you think of apples that did you pick recently? How many pounds do you think is in that box? Like Uh, in full box? Probably in in full box? Yeah, if that box was full. If that box was full, oh, I I would guess probably like 25 to 30 pounds. Then I would say I have about 200 pounds of apples. 200 pounds of apples, guys. Those are the smallest boxes, and I have two of those and a Rubbermaid tote and a laundry basket. So you weren't messing around when you were picking apples. No, and I really want my laundry basket back. (laughs) (laughs) So you're like, got to do something with these. Okay, so yeah, you basically got these apples from the resource sharing app, which is... The good neighbor. The good neighbor. Right, yeah. Fantastic. Um, and did you get all of these apples from one place? Did you have yeah. to like shop around? I didn't even put yeah. a dent in that tree. Yeah. There I was going to say so apple trees are it blows my outrageous. Mind yeah. That people are just like, they're just trying to find a place to get rid of all these apples that mm-hmm. they have. And yet other people are just going to go to the store and go buy apples. Like, this is insane. We have a <laughs> surplus of apples and people are buying them from who knows where. And the people who have the apples are like, I don't know what to do with all these apples. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, they just have so many apples. We need to connect apples. people. And, and mm-hmm. there is the Fruit Rescue, which does a great job, but it's not – I just don't think it's that well known. Yeah. Well, and I think that um, – like, how many people do you know that buy apples every week in their groceries? Like, probably almost everyone. Lots of people. Right? Like, it's a And those staple. people aren't looking for apples, so they're yeah. not – connecting with the people who have all the apples Mm -hmm. and it is like it definitely is an extra step but it's an awesome like it's so awesome to be able to get produce from your own backyard and to be able to like get right what you would buy at the store normally literally for free i've got it's like fun activity apple picking is so fun apple picking is interesting it's it was an adventure (laughs) you're like "Mm, fun is not the word that i would use but (laughs) it's fun until like the third hour and <laughs> see I'm like apple picking for me is really fun like because you're like oh yeah apple picking great and then you realize that you have to do something with all of these apples and then you have to yeah, spend days I'm doing gonna make cider yeah and I made apple salsa and I made yes. apple crisp and I'm gonna make apple muffins and I'm drying a bunch of them because I eat apples in my lunch all the time mm-hmm. so how do I keep them going while well, I'm drying them making apple rings yeah that's awesome yeah Hmm. Yeah, some other things when I did not do a big apple harvest this year, but in the past when I have done it, we made like applesauce and then canned it so that it would stay for a really long time. See, and I would make applesauce if I had one of those cool machinery things. Cool machinery things. Have you seen those? Where you like, you pick the apples, you put them in basically whole in one end, and you get applesauce out the other and all the chunks go into a separate bowl. 
just automatically. Oh, I think we just blended ours. Or like we I can't remember what we did. Anyway. I don't know. We made applesauce somehow. But it was it just made the whole process is like put apples much in, easier. turn a crank, bam, applesauce and chunks are already oh, pulled out. Like a juicer almost, but instead of like taking all the fiber out, it was like yeah. saucy. Saucy. Hmm. Okay. Well, there you go, kids. <laughs> so yeah. I have been very been forced to be very creative this year, especially in the kitchen, which is like my least favorite part of the house. <laughs> but it's becoming less terrible because it's forcing me to be creative and it's been fun. And it has been fun. That's mm. good. That's that's the important part because I think one of the things for me or for other people, I find that yeah, a barrier to like living low waste or kind of trying to have more uh, or less waste in your lifestyle can be like, oh, you don't want to add more chores to your life or add like more things that you don't necessarily find enjoyment in. But for me, um, and it sounds like for you too, a lot of the practices that go along with like a low waste kind of lifestyle or looking for that kind of lifestyle actually is like much more enjoyable in the long run. Like, I really enjoy cooking. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, being challenged by produce that you can find in Edmonton locally um, and kind of catering that and trying to find out what you can make with that and make it really tasty and delicious. Like, I like doing that all the time, but I know a lot of other people don't. Yeah. And it's yourself. But it sounds <laughs> like you've actually found some enjoyment in it, so that's good. Yeah. It's anything it, anything that... I feel accomplished by finding a solution to the waste problem. Just makes me feel great. Love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like riding my bike. I feel so much better riding my bike all the time than driving. It's just way nicer to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been nice. Anyway, so yeah. what is your less place more like? Learning is mine. So I guess for me, I have been a student and I'm kind of an active learner throughout my life. Um, and for me, I was really able, I guess I'll kind of back up a little bit because, uh, originally I had this idea more so when I, because of COVID, um, and a lot of my learning went online and went virtual. And so in the past, I have been like a really old school learner, I would say. Like I am someone who, you know, I like to read physical books and I like to go in person to lectures and I like to have in-person discussions with people. And COVID really kind of forced me, I guess, outside of my comfort zone. Yeah, like I used to take paper notes. Like I was the only person basically in my university classes that were taking. wasn't clacking on a yeah, keyboard. Yeah, like I, I really like taking paper notes. And so the, the push to virtual really kind of changed how I learned and I found that like overall actually this was a really positive shift like it kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone at first um, when like all of a sudden everything went online but it really helped me I guess kind of refocus and and lessen my waste while it was also learning it kind of also opened the door for like other learning opportunities that I don't think I necessarily really would have considered because I had, you know, said that I wasn't a virtual learner. I had like, oh, I'm not really a virtual learner. That's not my preference. Like I would much rather have in-person things and being forced to, you know, get out of my comfort zone. I started doing things like I started like all my materials 
were online. So everything was online. I wasn't printing stuff out to write on it. I was really shifting on how I consumed material to learn. And, you know, that I think was in part of um, my professors kind of being forced to put all of their things virtually, but then also me, I guess, kind of dynamically evolving to understand how to how to learn in a virtual space that made sense for me. So I'm someone who I like to mark up my pages and stuff like that. And so like, I just found an app to be able to do that on my tablet or whatever that I used was using anyways, so that I could actually like, yeah, kind of do the same or facilitate the same sort of learning that I had in the past, but do it in a waste-free way. I recently learned that Word makes that easy. So if you wanted to edit something, Mm -hmm. there's like a setting that you can make changes and then it like highlights the changes and then puts little notes in the side. Mm. So you can either change it or highlight it and then put your little notes on the side and it doesn't change the original document. It actually keeps track of the edits. Mm, That's cool. Okay. I did not know about that, but that is very interesting. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think that like we're, moving towards such a technologically advanced era like in work and life and play and everything that it really helped me kind of embrace these things and so one thing as well that it also forced me to do was really like look for more virtual learning opportunities so um, I'm in school but then I also work full-time and so as part of my professional designation Um, I'm required to kind of do like continuing competencies throughout the year to make sure that I'm like staying current with my professional designation and that I'm like still up to date. And so because of that, and because I still have to, you know, maintain this designation and have a certain amount of hours before I would have looked to like in-person classes and trying to find, I guess, more things that I would have had to drive to, things that I would have had to yeah, either like print out materials or attend in person or whatever that be. But because I because of this shift to virtual, I was able to find so many more virtual resources. And so, yeah, for example, right now I'm doing like a course online, like a MOOC, massive open online course. Like I'm doing that and I don't have to print anything off. I can do everything from my laptop or my computer and it's like all low waste it's all accessible and it's just given me a lot more opportunity to learn wherever I am which is really great for me and to be able to learn like whenever I want to which is also really great for me since as many of you can probably guess I'm pretty busy because I work and go to school so um like having being able to fit that into my schedule has also allowed me to really like do lots more learning than I probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to before and also just kind of like refocus it into my schedule and to give myself like more time and space to do the learning that I actually want. And then also like because of this new surge of virtual or things being online virtually, like the plethora of things that are available for online learning has has just grown so substantially in the last six months. And so, yeah, like I'm excited. I've, I've kind of even pulled it more into like outside of school or like formal or 
more focused, I've tried to look of it at it in more of like a fun way. So actually like one of my work events that I'm planning, we're going to do like a virtual wine tasting, like in collaboration with one of the um, liquor stores in Edmonton, who's like one of the store owners is going to put on like a tasting for us and like teach us a class. And we're all going to like attend virtually. So everyone and, like, has to drink go and wine together. Buy like a bunch of wine. So no, so like the the liquor store that we partnered with, they're just going to like send us three boxes of wine or like three bottles of wine. Okay, that's um, what I mean. Like everybody yeah. gets their yeah. So like you get and then you get your try own it on thing. The, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's interesting because I'm like, oh, I've actually been able to definitely lower my waist from what I had done previously with my traditional education format, right? With like printing off booklets and driving places and being present to like basically low waste, like save, save the wine tasting. Like that's definitely, I'm going to drink wine. But yeah, it's definitely like opened up a whole new realm of possibilities that's in my mind, like super accessible, super low waste, and with all of these really cool resources that are really dynamic virtually. Yeah, it's just like opened up a whole new world of activities and interests that I think that I might not have had the opportunity to have before. So because you would have just poo-pooed it for being virtual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like I had taken online classes previously to this, just to like kind of get a class over with or I didn't want to attend classes in person over the summer or something so I would like take one course and it was always a struggle for me and I always like was miserable and hated it but I think it's also because I didn't really have the right attitude for it um so I think yeah this is this has been like a really big shift for me and also been like a really good one yeah and it's really taught me how to how to keep on learning um, and not discredit the value of like virtual and online learning. I've been taking some online courses too, and I'm really enjoying the setup because I get on whenever I want. It saves my spot. Yeah. I'm just like, Oh, I've got 15 minutes to kill. I'll go watch a video and do a quiz. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Um, It's like very individualized and, and like, yeah. Accessible. Yeah is what I've found. Uh-huh. Um, and there is definitely a component, like obviously all classes are different. There is a component of like discussion and things like that that I miss, but you can also facilitate that in different ways virtually. Like that is a possibility. And I know that lots of my friends who are taking, um, who are in school right now, like they are able to do that. It's a little bit different, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah, it depends on what ways. you're learning. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not sure I would want to someone to learn how to put in a catheter online no (laughs) i feel like you need the physical experience (laughs) definitely yeah practicums um yes i agree uh should definitely you're right but you know (laughs) like open heart surgery yeah like maybe you don't want to try that the first time just like (laughs) by watching a video um (laughs) definitely yeah don't learn open heart surgery via youtube not a good idea (laughs) i wouldn't recommend um yeah you're right so it's uh, i can appreciate that yeah for everyone it's not necessarily like 100 percent relevant and even for me like i do plan on um like my focus is going to be more towards education um and so eventually i'm kind of you know i do plan on like getting into the classroom and getting into classrooms again um and that is valuable to me but for more of like the 
theory, quantifiable learning, that kind of stuff, I think can easily be done in the classroom um, and can really be done low waste. And you don't have to, you know, you don't have to drive anywhere. You don't have to like have a whole bunch of textbooks, like all that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, hopefully starting school in January. Oh, so I'm, I'm excited for that. That's exciting. When and where? McEwen. Oh. For psychology. Okay. Um, That's very exciting. Fascinated. We're lifelong learners here. Yeah, lifelong learners. Yeah. My my interest lies in learning about crowd sociology and how to make the shift to get people to be greener. Hmm. Do you, do you know what okay. I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I do know what you're saying. And I think that that's really like, interesting. Yeah. Stay tuned, folks, stay tuned, because uh, who knows, maybe five years will, down maybe the she'll road. crack the code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. It'll only be part-time because I am working full-time and I yeah. apparently am not as ambitious as you are. But <laughs> hey, well, right now I, I went back to part-time classes um, because I want to do in-person um, practicums eventually. So... Uh, yeah, don't. I would not recommend going to, f- to school full time and working full time um, unless you want to cry like every, cry every, every night, week. cry yeah. yourself to sleep every day. <laughs> so I would not recommend that. Um, it is possible, um, but it is not enjoyable. So this is definitely. I did that when I first moved to Edmonton, and yeah, I didn't. I didn't last a semester. Yeah, no, it's I made it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it, kids. <laughs> unless you're taking like. Just night classes, and even then, it just you know what? No, it's just, it's just too don't much. do it. It's just too much. You know what? I started with four classes, and oh. then I went down to three, and then I went down to two, and I wound up with just one. And then you're like, I just and... like wound up like just eking my way through <laughs> calculus because it was my favorite class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Working full time and going to school full time is like an absolute stress nightmare breakdown wish that you place onto yourself so anyway <laughs> i think it's time for our wine cheese it and dessert. is okay all right so biz you were talking about creativity what is your wine cheese and dessert okay so my wine is it's september and this oh, year and it's cold outside already well, okay, that that is that is also part of it, but that is, that's not where <laughs> that's I was just, going. That's just me whining about the weather. Uh, my wine is that this fall has brought on a lot of extras into my schedule. So the apples, I'm mm-hmm. trying to find time to process all these apples. Or the 200 pounds of apples. For 200 pounds of apples. Yeah. I am trying to build the garden boxes. Oh, yeah. And find time to do that before gotcha. the snow hits. Yeah. And I am trying to get all my ducks in a row to go to school in January. Yeah, and you're a busy so bee. Between those things, I have just found myself a little bit overwhelmed with trying to fit everything in. I'm also trying to finish up a commission quilt for somebody. And I feel like I'm kind of letting her down. But I'm really trying to squeeze <laughs> that in too. And I'm, I'm, it's just I'm, like a lot of stuff. It's just a lot of stuff. Yeah. This fall, my cheese is... Lately, I've been so busy, I haven't been able to pursue my hobby of collecting spices. I just don't have the time. Oh. Oh. 
<laughs> okay, it took me a second, um, but yes, yes, excellent. Okay, but you don't actually collect spices. No, I don't. Okay, <laughs> I just thought it was cute. And my dessert is literal dessert. I made apple crisp. And it was delicious. <laughs> right? Yeah, it is the season. Like I said, I don't really find being in the kitchen very enjoyable, but I'm excited to also make muffins. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Apple muffins. Fair. Yeah. All for it. I was going to... The one thing that I do, normally I really like fall, but I just feel this year I wasn't ready for it. Well, also the fact <sighs> that I can't get a pipe of pumpkin spice latte without a disposable cup. Oh, okay. I have, well, not at Starbucks, but um, I do have a real revelation that, um, so I have been going to Remedy to get coffee a couple times because I had like coffee meetings with a bunch of people. Does Remedy and take Remedy will not take your cup, but, but, Transcend but, but they will like pour it into your cup or maybe similar to Transcend, right? The contact list. So they'll like make it in um, a, so I guess they will take your cup. I shouldn't have said that. They, they will take your cup. They just like they won't physically take your cup. They won't physically take your cup. They won't touch your cup, but they will like make your drink in like a metal cup and then pour it in. Yeah, that's what Transcend does. Yeah, which is awesome. So contactless reusables for the win. Yeah, it's fantastic. So you just have to like ask them. um, And like a remedy just opened up by my office because I've been like going to the office slowly. It's no, like basically blocks. anywhere that I go, I'm not yeah. very far from a remedy, which is like <laughs> exactly how I want it to be. It's not very um, far from my work either, but it is on the other side of my work from where I live. So oh. it's like I'd have to go there and go back. Oh, then go back. But, mm. Not efficient. But um, anyway, so they, they do take those. And, and I will say that fall, I'm not much of a pumpkin spice gal myself, but like the fall flavors are, you know, like they're fantastic. They're great. There's nothing wrong with them. I do love pumpkin. Yeah, right? Pumpkin makes so me good. Happy. So yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so yeah, apple crisp for the win. I also had apple crisp in the last week. So was that so. a tangent or was that your wine? That was, <laughs> I mean, that was just a tangent. Oh, we were on a tangent. Okay, what's your wine? Um, my wine uh, was going to be about, <laughs> more so about virtual learning. <laughs> Um, and just the one thing that I do miss with virtual learning is like the connection, I guess, with my peers, like some of my best friends that I have right now, I made like through university when we were like, when I was taking my first degree. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I definitely feel like I'm missing that with taking virtual classes. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like a bit of a bummer, but at the end of the day, I mean, like it is what it is. Um, and so my cheese is that like (laughs) going back to school I go back to school with a lot of like younger I guess like kids who have grown up with laptops and stuff so when I say that like I was a dinosaur in my classes taking notes like I felt like a dinosaur um all the time because there would be like an 18 year old in like one of my classes that was like typing on their laptop and do you find it like 18 to 20 year olds just look like 12 year olds to you now yeah and it's like a bit disappointing because I'm like oh no I'm like the old lady in class like I I'm that woman now yeah anyways which is absolutely hilarious so I'd be in a class and it was it's so funny because like I'm taking an after degree right now so you can immediately tell who the after degree students are because like they're not 18 (laughs) 
because <laughs> they're like, yeah, anyways, not that there's anything wrong with that 18-year-olds. They are also like Good. Everyone's going to think I'm in an after degree when I go back to school. Yes. Yeah, they, <laughs> they probably will. Yeah. And like all the after degree students or like at least in my perspective, like all the like the older people, like I instantly connect with them so much easier than like, I don't know, we like kind of like band together. So anyways, the cheese is, is that basically like I saw um, like a picture, I guess, of the younger generation, I will call them. I'm a millennial, so like people who are younger than me, those like 18 to 22 year olds or whatever that are in their first university degree taking notes. And my note taking was basically like cursive handwriting, like until your hand bled and broke and like hurt so bad. Um, but now millennial or like younger people take notes by just like taking pictures of slides. <laughs> and so, yeah, basically my cheese is, is that like, oh, if you see someone in class, like on their phone taking pictures, what do you, what would you think that they were doing? Being a creeper? Right? Yeah, like being a total <laughs> creeper. And no, but they're like just actually taking notes and like doing things on their, like I grew up in... A generation or, that, like, you weren't allowed to bring your phone out in class right? ever. And now it's that's just, like, the way of technology and the way it's of life. Expected. Yeah, and so, like, I used to think that, like, if you did that, you were, like, creepy and taking pictures of people and, like, being weird. But, like, you're not. <laughs> you're just, like, being your regular or maybe, student. maybe they are trying to blend in with their peers by pretending to be taking notes, but they're actually creepers. That's, I mean, maybe. I hope not. This is, this is very weird. Um, but yeah, so now I realize that like, I'm actually the cheesy one being like, Hey guys, like want to swap notes with me as I like, you know, and they're like, what is cursive? Yeah. They're like, what? You bring pens to class? What? Um, they're like, we didn't learn this weird squiggly line writing. (laughs) Yeah. So now I realize that like, I'm the weird old cheesy person who's like, yeah, I write in cursive. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and my dessert really is that I have shifted to virtual learning and I am like now a virtual learner and I'm going to do a virtual wine tasting, which I think is going to be like so amazing. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. So, yeah. So I get literal wine for dessert. So (laughs) yeah, your, your dessert is wine. (laughs) It is. Mm -hmm. Hey, we both had like food desserts. Mm, We did. I do. Well, yeah, I can't stop thinking about food when I say the word dessert, so <laughs> it's just a natural connection. Anyways, but uh, yes, yeah, so that is my wine, cheese, and dessert. All right, so thank you guys all so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or if you would like us to dive into a topic that you're interested in, which we would love, um, please email us at becominglesspod at gmail.com be sure to follow us on instagram at becominglesspod and head over to becominglesspod.podbean.com for all the ways to connect and listen and to donate to support waste reduction efforts here in edmonton alberta hope to have you back next time every day we can be a little less than we were yesterday <laughs>